Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Annapolis. You know that young person who graduated college this past spring and is now getting ready to go get that big job? Well, here, guess what? Get over to Leon Tailoring and check out their career services division. They've got lots of good professional attire, reasonably priced for both your young men and young women who are getting off into that world of work. Hey, they graduated, they did all the interviews, now they got the big job coming up, so make sure they look the part. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. That's Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. So you think your vote doesn't make a difference? Oh my goodness, our next guest probably begs to differ. 93 WIBC, it's the Kendall and Casey Show. Let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline. We're joined by Fred Glenn, and we have just wrapped up one of the closest state house races in Indiana history. He has now won his primary over Susie Javorowski in House District 32. It's Marion County. It's Hamilton County by a total of 12 votes. Yes, 12 votes. The recount is wrapped up. Fred, it's over. You're the nominee. Can you finally sleep at night? Uh, I, w- I honestly never thought anything would get overturned, but it, but it's nice that this is behind me. Um, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't know where anyone thought that they were going to find those votes, but then I, I didn't think I was going to find any extra either. But it is nice to have this behind me, especially when it comes to the general public that follows this because they don't know how the system works. And then I could finally start to bring people together, especially Republicans, to, you know, to move forward towards the fall. So, so that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. So we said 12 votes. You had initially beat Susie Javorowski by six. The recount, you think you guys got six more, but because you won, they don't get turned into the commission, so they're not official. So officially you win by six votes. Take us through this recount process. What happens in a recount? Well, we went – it was two counties that this thing is in. So it's a very small part of Marion, and then the rest of it is in Hamilton. So we start out over in Marion County on Monday. Uh, everything was already sorted. So, you know, they really – we got there at 830, but nobody really started counting until about 930, 945, and everybody was out of there before noon. Uh, it was a very efficient process. Their absentees was very clean. So nothing at all changed in um, Marion County. So that's done. The next day we go into Hamilton. We're counting them in the basement there. Um, and then you had to have a whole slew of people there that were with the microvote team because they also wanted the machines counted for some reason. I don't don't know why they wanted that, but they did. Uh, but we ended up counting the absentee paper ballots first. They had five tables separated. I had counters at each table. She had counters there, and they were just going through to look for, well, you know, does this ballot have the proper signature on it? Does it is there any, anything that doesn't belong? And that's how at, at those tables, when they were going through the Democrat ones, they found my ballots, those extra ballots, but nothing else was out of line. So there was nothing that um, – that would have helped my opponent that was that was asking for the recount by the time the paper ballots were done being counted when those were done being counted her and her volunteers left and then it was just you know pulling machine tapes going through everything you know they got the uh the the election day and absentee ballots counted on tuesday and then yesterday by 10 30 a.m the early voting machines were done being counted and everything reconciled that was done this is a fantastic civics lesson on how this works and i have learned a lot from your race here i'm sure you wish you had won by more but on behalf of uh, society everywhere you're giving us a great lesson on how our electoral system works uh fred glenn is our guest he has now won his house district 32 race marion county hamilton county by by an astounding 12 votes yes 12 votes over Susie javaroski one of the closest 
races, uh, certainly for a state house in Indiana history. So uh, what do you have to do? Do you have to get an attorney? Do you get attorneys plural? Does the state party get involved in this? How do how does this even work? Well, basically what happens with this one on the state and the federal level, um, she went and got it. You've you got to go through the state board of accounts and the secretary of state's office. They're the kind of kind of how that's handled, you know, as opposed to a little bit different for local stuff. But she went and got an attorney. Uh, she had to pay the fee uh, per precinct to get it done. If she would have won the recount, she would have gotten that fee back. But what happens is they open up a hearing, the Secretary of State, the election board, it's Holly Sullivan and, and, and three other people. They open up a hearing, and then there's a person that's a, a recount group that, that that's under her. Uh, but then also the State Board of Accounts are the ones that do the counting. Uh, nobody else is allowed to touch the ballots but the State Board of Accounts. So they'll go in um, – you know, get everything scheduled. The reason this took so long, though, is because they asked for machine the machine vote count, and you had to bring micro vote in to do that. So that's what, why why it took so long. Otherwise, this thing would have been done a week after they asked for it. What do they allege but, that the, yeah. the, the, the the tape was wrong? I mean, when you vote on these elect, electronic machines, for people who don't know, when the election day is over, there is a printout. So the people who man the machines get the printout. They take it to the election board. That's what gets entered into the system. Were they alleging? I mean, you don't see the votes in there. They're not paper ballots what are they what were they trying to find with those electronic machines i don't know i don't know they just ordered a full manual recount and the interesting thing was they were basically done after the paper were counted so i'm wondering why they wanted that but that it is what it is it's over now so i, I don't know why they ordered that most of the time when you do these recounts you what they what people end up counting are absentee paper ballots because that's really the only time you're ever going to find anything i t- uh, i told you when this happened i said this is a colossal waste of time and resources fred you're a much more dignified nice person than i am i would have roasted this woman on social media and any other forum i could have found you played it cool you were very nice were you nervous at all were you thinking man what a waste of time i should be running for the general election well i was running the whole time i've been running now i after she ordered the recount, I mean, there was a month in between or something like that. But for the past month, I've been campaigning. So I've been knocking doors, and we did both the parades, the Fisher's Parade and the Carmel Parade. Because I did not expect this thing to get flipped. So, you know, I, I went ahead and started campaigning. My supporters haven't went anywhere. So so that part is, you know, uh, you know that didn't slow me down in, in that regard. But there's people that aren't going to get behind you totally while this is hanging out there. Right. So this is this is where it paused. So there's people that are out there like, hey, you know, hey, I want to put this fundraiser together. Do you want to be a sponsor? Well, I want to see what happens. You know, I want to see what happens with this recount. Like, you know, so there's a lot of people that are waiting because you, you want to go to people that weren't necessarily on your team in the primary that are Republicans. and You want to bring them on board. And they're all kind of waiting for this. So that's kind of how it paused because it, it does pause your momentum going in. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't think it'll happen again. I mean, you know, if you got two guys in there, one woman plus the the pack that put out the hit pieces at the end, I think that that really helped her at the end. But you know, it is what it is. We're going to move forward now, and and we plan on winning this thing in the fall. Uh, Fred, Glenn I, is, you know, I try to be nice. I guess you're right. I you, could I could be a lot meaner about this. Yeah, you're you're way you're way too nice. I would have handled it way different. That's probably why you're about to be the office holder, and I'm I'm here. Um, Fred Glenn is our guest. A couple of minutes left with him. He won. He, we can now say he won his uh, House District 32 race. It's Marion County. It's Hamilton County. By an, uh, the numbers, amazing. Twelve total votes. It appears. You know, Fred, I didn't have this issue because of course I'm beloved in my hometown. So I had no problem winning my race. But when I ran, every door I knocked on, I I pictured 
uh, that scenario, right? Like, what if it comes down to one vote and I got tired and didn't knock on this door? Yeah. Have you have you yeah. sat around and thought about that? The twelve votes—that's six people. That's six people making a different choice. Yeah, I, you know, and, and actually, really, it's it's only six unless it goes to the commission. They vote in those other six, so it may stay at six, but. I, I tell you, there was a week, the last week I was sick of the election. I think about that. You know, I, I sat there and thought about that while this, this recount was being ordered, so I didn't get to knock any doors the full last week. Uh, there was times where I didn't get out. So, I mean, there was – it's just like you said. I mean, I, you know, there's times – it makes you sit there and think about all those times that you weren't able to go out or didn't stay out that extra hour. You know, because, I mean, like you just said, every single door counts, every vote counts. So, you know, why do I have to get sick or could I push through or, you know, that's the types of things that you think about when this thing happens. You know what I mean? Uh, how does it work now? Does she call you and say, sorry for ruining your life? Uh, I'd like to help you. Like what? Uh, you know, I, I was a loner in the Republican Party, so I don't know how it is to work with others. Like what what happens now? Do you guys have some some breakfast at an expensive restaurant somewhere? What takes place? I don't know. I, I haven't heard from her, and I haven't seen anybody what? or heard from her. No, I have not heard from her. <laughs> so, You're so I I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, so you know, it could be just be just going forward and her her not saying. I don't I don't know. I don't know what what the deal is on that. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. That's that's what people think everybody does. That when a primary is over, everybody comes together. The, the parties come together. That's the way it's supposed to happen. But I'm going to tell you, probably that probably happens maybe half the time from what I've seen. It doesn't. It doesn't always go that way. Now uh, we hope you win. You're probably heavily favored given your district makeup for the fall. So next year, when you're in the Indiana General Assembly, I think the best thing you could do, and I I know your colleagues would just love this is on your first floor speech if you give a lot of credit to both micah beckwith and myself because we are universally loved inside 200 west washington and that would be a great bridge building exercise for you i think so i really think that'll, that'll get me that, that that's something you know when you read in the book how to win friends and influence people that should be in there <laughs> Uh, Fred, man, this has been a phenomenal, and you've been such a great sport throughout all this. You've called in multiple times. I know it was very probably nerve-wracking for you having to deal with all this, but man, it's been a phenomenal civics lesson for our audience and how this all works because this is rare this happens, but man, you've been awesome. So if people, obviously you got to win in the fall, so people want to know if they're in the northern part of Marion County, if they're in Hamilton County, they want to know more about you and what's your what you're doing for the fall. How can they do that? Well, I'm reconstructing my website because it needs updated, but it'll be at fredglenn.com. Uh, I got a web, uh, Facebook page. I'm very responsive. Um, you know, we'll, we'll keep people updated uh, throughout this election. But, uh, you know, we're not going to leave any take anything for granted. We're going to put in the work here. Um, you know, so people will definitely be hearing from us. But, yeah, hit my website or Facebook page and, you know, let me know if you have any questions. You know, it's amazing, and I've told this story before. You and I both met Mike Pence in 2011 yeah. at the yeah. airport or near the airport. And who would have known? You have come – a long way you've been incredibly successful you've been a, a county councilman uh you have been now what looks like you'll be a state representative and i'm here so you know talk about people taking different paths in life you you grab the brass ring my friend so have you i mean you know i mean you say something you know people hear it all the way across central indiana you know i might have I get a little sliver over here in Carmel, so you've got. It's worked out well for everyone except for Pence because he had to deal with both of us. So the one and only Fred Glenn, my friend, thank you and congratulations. All right, have a good one. Thank you. Ninety-three WIBC. It's Kendall and Casey show.
This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.